Sometimes you have to lean on the unknowing of what will unfold in your life and starting imperfectly without actually wanting to be perfect in the moment because in as much as you're waiting to be perfect, perfection is always waiting for an experience. And understanding that you are an imperfect being gives you so much freedom. Gives you so much freedom to actually allow yourself to do so many mistakes. Allow yourself to actually try and try again, fail, fail a thousand times and do it again. Knowing that you are imperfect in an imperfect world gives you that liberty to explore until you find what works for you. You are listening to the Journey on Earth, the podcast, where each week I, the host, Olerato, uncover journeys in wellness, business, parenthood, and so much more. I created this podcast that will not only validate and value our stories, but will motivate us to have the courage to continue to build the stories we want for ourselves. From time to time, I like bringing you some deep dive conversations with incredible guests to uncover their journeys and topics highlighted. They also share their secrets to cultivating a good life. So tune in for some good conversation every Tuesday. Hey guys, welcome back to the Journey Unearthed, the podcast. Today's podcast episode is a solo episode. I decided to have myself on the guest chair today because yesterday was my birthday on the 27th April. So each year I have decided that on my birthday, I will list down things I know for sure. And the list will be as long as my age at that time. So since yesterday was my birthday, as I've said, I will be doing 27 things I know for sure. Last year, I did my first one that is on our YouTube channel currently. This was also around the time I decided to actually start the podcast. Please also note that some of the things here may not necessarily be anyone's truth, but this is purely what I have come to know based on the life that I've lived till this point. I am hoping that today's episode will be as short as possible, even though 27 is actually a long list. So let's get right into it. Number one, even till this day, I still stand by orange sweet potatoes are the best thing in life. They call them jewel yums or garnet yums, whatever you call them. They are the best thing in life. I eat them as anything and you can never go wrong. They still taste as good. Number two, let's dive deep into the serious stuff now. Life has its way of rewarding you with a good thing whenever you choose to release what has been erosive and no longer feeding or nourishing you with love. And sometimes that does not necessarily be releasing someone in your life. That can look like releasing the belief systems that you have harbored but untrue. Beliefs that you are unlovable and that love can never be consistent or settle for you. Therefore settling for what merely opens the door for you even if it does not necessarily welcome all of you. Receiving a good thing takes making room for it to manifest by releasing everything that is occupying that space but not producing growth. Number three, you can always start again. You can always reevaluate and redefine things. You can always choose to begin again, loosen your grip over comfort, safe and familiar things, venture into the unknown, 
Knowing that part of getting to know yourself better takes many new faithful beginnings. Stepping out, trying out, falling and gleaning new lessons to find what is in alignment with you. Number four, pain is always conspiring to bring you closer to self. Like Rumi said, pain is where light enters. Number five, the hardest letting goes will be the ones that you prolonged letting go. Number six, your inner child will always feel unsafe and not secure with you whenever they feel they cannot lean on your love first. They will remain susceptible to the toxicity that comes with rejection, comparison, and the feeling of non-belonging because your identity still lacks your affirming love. And that is why they always say that you need to be your first love. You need to be your own first love. What we seek out should be something that we find within first. I hope that makes sense too. Joy is a constant peace and consistencies. I always say that joy is not meant to actually replace any certain emotion being felt deeply to its grave and being felt deeply to its root as it is. A joy is a constant peace in between whatever you're going through at that moment, whether it be happiness, whether it be mourning or grief. Joy is the constant peace amongst inconsistencies. And joy, joy is, a, is a sense of knowing that life will always change, things will always change, and things are not there to remain forever. Just as happiness, just as sadness, just as mourning, things are not there to stay forever. And joy is that constant knowing that things will change, things move on. Life goes on in a sense, you know, and it's, it's knowing that you can deeply miss yourself in things happening as they happen and then worrying about how tomorrow looks like. Joy is that constant piece of knowing that this moment too shall pass and this moment too matters, right? Number eight, part of cultivating a life of contentment takes the radical acceptance of your life and all its mercy part, giving them room and plenty of patience. Can I repeat that again? Number eight, part of cultivating a life of contentment takes the radical acceptance of your life and all its messy part, giving them room and plenty of patience. Number nine, the best companion to growth is self-compassion. I think to be able to realize that within your mistakes, you can actually glean in so much lessons. And even then, um, you don't necessarily need to see the lessons in that moment. Being kind to yourself and being forgiving to yourself teaches you that you can actually um, see the moment for what it's trying to teach you, what it's trying to bring into your life and be able to actually grasp what you're supposed to take from that happening and converting it into effective lessons. So the best companion to growth is self-compassion. Always being kind to yourself, always being forgiving to yourself giving yourself more kindness than anyone else because I think we are the most hardest to ourselves whenever we actually do mistakes, whenever we, we fall. We are the most hardest to ourselves than anyone else can be. Number 10, you can choose how generously you give your time to things going wrong or well. In whatever way you apportion your time will either compound your suffering or life's abundance. It's your choice. You choose how to generously give your time to things going well or things going bad. And whatever you choose to actually give more of your attention will either compound your suffering or will compound your life's abundance. 
Number 11. Nourishing your dreams with reinforcing habits, prayer and rest is all the choice you have each day. With every newness of each day, you have the choice to decide how to nourish your dreams. Either with reinforcing habits that work towards manifesting that dream or with prayer, prayer that holds your dream or with rest, rest that nourishes you so that tomorrow you can still wake up and show up. You know, it's all the choice you have each day. With every newness of each day, there's grace found in actually how you can present yourself for your dream, how you can show up for your dream, and it's all your choice again. Number 12, forgiveness is a thing that you do a thousand times until the grip of your hand is completely open and faced up. You don't release things all at once. It is a gradual process. I think I remember on my Instagram page that one of the ladies uh, actually commented said, "But releasing it's quite hard. Forgiving and letting go, it's quite hard." But it will completely be untrue to say forgiveness and letting go is easy. Forgiveness and letting go it's it's a gradual process that you do a thousand times until you can say you can you have fully released or forgiven that person um because there will always be triggering moments there will always be moments where you feel like you didn't forgive at all and you'll have to do it again you'll have to do it a thousand times until you completely see yourself move through life quite lightly and uh, i i always see it as um you'll have to do it a thousand times until breathing feels like nourishing to your lungs i see unforgiveness or bitterness as something that's heavy to your soul and um especially when you also are carrying something that's very corrosive to you i see it as something that's heavy to your soul so whenever i say whenever i see forgiveness and letting go or releasing do you have to do it a thousand times number 13 The people that have hurt me the most are people that came into my life during my period of self-destruction and could only learn how to treat me the way I treated myself. Number 14, you don't have to have it all figured out. You are allowed to actually be unsure, be confused, begin, start something and you'll figure it all out as you go. You'll figure what works for you, you'll figure what you love as you go and I think I heard it from someone that we build a plane as we fly it. I know that's impractical, but sometimes that's how life happens for others. You never really know for sure what you want out of life until you try out something and know that actually this does not work for me and try out something until you find what works for you. Number 15, you can always lean on the journey of unknowing and imperfection to teach you in life. Um this actually ties back to what I just spoke about on number 14. Sometimes you have to lean on the unknowing of what will unfold in your life and starting imperfectly um without actually wanting to be perfect at the moment because in as much as you're waiting to be perfect perfection is always waiting for an experience and understanding that you are an imperfect being gives you so much freedom. gives you so much freedom to actually allow yourself to do so many mistakes allow yourself to actually try and try again fail fail a thousand times and do it again knowing that you are imperfect in an imperfect world gives you that liberty to explore until you find what works for you so you can choose to always lean on the journey of unknowing 
and imperfection to teach you more in life. Number 16. Sometimes you'll have to lose who you thought you were in the most uncomfortable ways to welcome a life that was preserved for you. Sometimes you'll have to lose who you thought you were in the most uncomfortable ways to welcome a life that was preserved for you. Yeah, hope that this is for someone else out there. We go around in life thinking that, oh, this is me, I found myself, I've arrived. And uh, sometimes get pulled away, some things get pulled away out of your life and you realize that I've been clinging on something to actually define my identity, to be who I am. When those things are actually removed out of your life, you then start to question, who are you? Who am I without these things? And that is what I mean by sometimes you'll have to lose who you thought you were in the most uncomfortable ways. When you have defined yourself around things that are inconsistent, they will constantly be ever-changing. So when those things are actually taken away from you, you'll have to find who are you at your core. Number 17, there is nowhere else you were meant to be but here. This moment right here as it is arrived in your life as it was meant to arrive and at the right time. Number 18, self-prioritization is not being selfish. It's not at all being selfish. Number 19, and this is why I say self-prioritization is not being selfish. When you work on the model you function on, you will see how learning to prioritize yourself teaches you how to effectively give yourself to the right people and right things and in just the right way they best need you at. When you've worked on yourself, when you are happy, when you've actually attended to the things you need internally, they are able to actually present yourself fully to people around you. They are actually able to be 100% present whenever they need you and in just the right way they need you. So self-prioritization teaches you how to effectively give yourself to the right people, how to apportion your time to the right people and just in the right way which they need you at. Number 20, solitude, quiet times is the world that nourishes your soul. Solitude is everything is everything a moment to actually fill up your cup it's everything a pause in your life it's necessary you are not missing out on anything when you take time for solitude it's a moment of enlightenment when time alone does not feel like loneliness but solitude it feels more like mending and tending to yourself anyway number 21 how you relate to yourself has its way of coming out and how you extend yourself to others you manifest the relationships you hold with yourself into those you hold with others. Number 22. Our daily construction of life is constructing a system which our lives inherit. That is why it is important to pay attention to our daily doings because they are coding our lives. So your habits, they always reinforce your identity. So whatever identity you are actually working towards, you need to build that up with habits that reinforce that identity. So that is why it's important to actually uh, look into those subconscious habits that we have in our lives. To re-look at them, question them, and see if they are working towards that identity that you're building for yourself. Number 23, when you get to know yourself better, you begin to see better even in others. When you get to know yourself better, you understand that you are a flawed being. 
You understand that you do your mistakes. You understand that you yourself need forgiveness from others. You understand that you yourself need forgiveness even from yourself most of the time. And you see that in others that we are all flawed beings. We are beings just seeking belonging in some way. And in so many ways, we are the same, just in different ways. When you get to know yourself better, you begin to see better in others and you begin to love others for who they are. Number 24, the best work you would have ultimately done is working on your inner being, your inner self, tending to that inner child, mending your broken self. We are almost towards the end, 25. Gratitude has its way of expanding even the small luxuries of life to color your life with joy. I know this for sure. I know this for sure. Like I said in my previous solo podcast that I have never been so happy yet financially broke. You know, it wasn't because I had the most and healthiest financial relationship with money, but I was broke at that time. And I have never been happy because I practice gratitude even with the smallest things that I had. And as I say, gratitude has its way of expanding even the small luxuries of life to color your life with so much joy. I think in so many ways, joy is embedded in gratitude. When you practice gratitude, joy becomes a byproduct of practicing gratitude. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, I hope it does. Number 26, our beautiful awakenings lie on the other side of our mistakes. So when we know and understand that there's nothing we can do to undo our mistakes, if we step away from um, trying to fix a mistake and prolonging the suffering and undoing a mistake and get to know and understand that actually your beautiful awakenings lie on the other side of your mistakes, you understand that you can actually release the guilt that comes with your mistakes, mistakes that you've done that you can no longer undo. So yeah, our beautiful awakenings lie on the other side of our mistakes. Number 27, what I know for sure, what I really, really know for sure, and for some people would actually kill me for this one, but I still stand by this even today. What I know for sure, dear one, what I really, really, really know for sure is that life is not short. Yes, death can be sudden and life can be temporary, but my life is the longest time I will ever come to know on this earth. It doesn't matter how much we haven't accomplished. And sometimes we get it wrong because we say, how much have we accomplished? Therefore, have I done enough on this earth? It doesn't really matter how much we have accomplished materially. What matters is understanding how unhurried we are when we do not perceive our time relative to others. I think the whole notion of life is short only comes when we perceive our lives relative to others, perceive our time relative to others. I hope it makes sense without me even having to elaborate further, but I don't think that life is short at all. I know that life on this earth will be the longest life I would ever know. The life I would have lived on this earth will be the longest time I would have known on this earth. It's, it all depends on what you flower it with. It all depends on what you put in it that actually makes it a fulfilling life. What matters most is actually making it a fulfilling life. So what matters most is whether each day you did the things that are important to you. 
each day you lived the life that's important to you because that holistically will then say was your life important to you so doing the things that are important to your life each day builds up to a life that's important to you I don't know if I have missed out on anything else because 27 it's actually a short number <laughs> now that I come to think about it but if I've missed anything please let me know add on your five list of things that you know for sure or 10 things that you know for sure share it with me what do you know for sure about life that you have lived um i'd love to actually hear from you completely would love to hear from you um yeah there was just a longer list but i'll have to end it here today and i do hope that you'll have a lovely 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 tuesday and depending on which day you'll be listening to this podcast actually um i do hope that you'll have a lovely day do enjoy and highlight me on my Instagram page. Um, let's engage. Hope to chat to you soon. Bye. Hey, journeyers. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Journey on Earth podcast. Here, every listener who tunes in to listen is never taken for granted. I appreciate every single one of you. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to help the podcast continue bringing you incredible guests. By subscribing, rating, and reviewing the podcast on iTunes. You can also share the podcast with your friends and family who may need the message from this episode. Until next time, keep on seeking and finding the things that ignite you. Keep on journeying, you journeyers. Chat to you soon. Bye.